Welcome to the Cold World Podcast. This is episode 76, and it's titled, This Would Have Never Happened in Zamunda. All right, now look, check it out. I recorded this earlier. Some stuff was happening with the audio. We had to make some edits. Um, it's not from the original audio source that you would normally get, but it's all here. The content is there, and we fixed it. We got it to where we needed to be. Uh, my friend Benny calls in a little later, so we have him, and I tried to turn the vocals up, so hopefully you can hear him okay. But at any rate, it's a great show. We had a good time, and I hope you enjoy it. See you on the back end. For a minute, man. That's pretty cool. Um, like every other black person in the world right now, I have seen Black Panther. There will be spoilers in this review. And uh, I will be taking up some pretty controversial theories. And for those that are tuning in live on Facebook or Periscope, you can ask your questions and I will try to answer them we can go at it now there are a lot of people that had thoughts about my opinions and i offered to give them space on this very podcast to skype them in i asked who wanted this killmonger smoke b because i am team killmonger in this piece i am and so we're about to have a good time so first off let me just say without playing any games, any, any games. That movie was amazing. It is definitely one of my favorite Marvel movies. I think probably my favorite. Um, it was just awesome. Ryan Coogler did an amazing job. Just so folks know, I am from Oakland. Ryan is from Oakland as well. And so... You know, I might be a little biased. I'm also black, so I think that might make me biased anyway. But it was just an amazing film with representation. It was beautiful. I mean, some of these characters in Marvel movies are, are can be cardboard and um, just kind of there to push the plot along and kind of overly goofy. This was not that case. They went deep. And it was just simply amazing. So, I want to... Um, I'm making sure I got the Facebook. <clears throat> I got the Facebook up now as well, so I can see y'all's comments as they come in. And we're, we're about to have us a good time, man. So, off top, um, the story picks up where uh, the last, uh, where the last movie ended, where um, we get to see the Black Panther in in uh, in Captain America's movie. We get to know a little bit about who he is we find out that his pops you know he watches pops get murdered and he's on this revenge hype and then in the end he doesn't kill homie right he like settles for a talk great stuff 
But this one, we got to go into backstories. The movie starts in Oakland. It wasn't filmed in Oakland, though. It was, uh, it definitely wasn't filmed in Oakland, but it was, it was in, um, Atlanta, I think. And, but it starts out in Oakland and you just get to see this scene between Tashaka, who was the king that would get, uh, that got assassinated in the, in the Captain America movie and his brother. And it's a pretty tense scene where somebody ends up dead and a child gets abandoned. So now here's where the controversy comes in all right other people are going to do all types of think pieces on this and they're going to talk about how dope the movie was and the soundtrack and all that good stuff and by the way i listened to the soundtrack before i watched the movie and then i listened after it's a much different experience i was not in love with the soundtrack before i watched the movie afterwards though it now that I can see the movie and visualize where parts went and remember it in the movie, it was much better. Also, OUSD, um, in the city I live in, I live in Oakland, American Indian Charter, uh, Box, and um, and um, I forget who the other sponsor is. I don't have the flyer in front of me. But they are buying out Grand Lake Theater in Oakland, uh, historical theater here in Oakland. And there will be 300 young people that get a chance to go and experience that movie. And it's going to be dope. That's going to be on Tuesday. And I'm sending my fellows from my organization there. It should be, we should have a really good time. So here's where it gets controversial. Okay. Oh, and the bonus question is, if you had to choose a place to live, would you choose Wakanda or coming to America Zamunda? I will answer that. Oh, I will definitely answer that. So, <clears throat> here are my notes. And this is why I, listen, I love the Killmonger character, okay? The boys from Oakland, like, I totally understood every motivation. I was cheering for Killmonger. I, I rooted for Killmonger, like, the entire movie. I just want to be very clear. I so identify with this dude. It's crazy, all right? So, <clears throat> Killmonger was, uh, he's raised in Oakland. I got notes. So, just so you all know who Killmonger is, and this is, the, this is why I was fooling him, all right? This is why. He was raised in Oakland. He was in the slums, yo. His father was murdered under questionable circumstances. You know, we can, we can debate whether that needs to happen or whatnot uh, by, uh, by, his, by Eric's uncle. Um, then... They abandoned the boy, a young baby Killmonger. He wasn't a baby. He was like, you know, nine or 10 years old. But they abandoned him uh, in poverty and in violence while his cousin T'Challa, the Black Panther, gets to got raised in a lap of luxury and was groomed to be king. All right? Like, he, he was in the richest nation in the history of the universe being groomed to be king while... His blood cousin was left and abandoned in a secret, left to rot in Oakland. Okay? Just, I just want to set the scene for how homie, like, for why I think Killmonger responded the way he responded. Then, so Killmonger or Eric, I'll say Eric, Killmonger, whatever. I'll go back and forth. So Eric starts his research and he learns of all the riches and technology that Wakanda has and how beautiful it is and remember stories that his dad would tell him. And then he also learns that 
Wakanda watched with all their tools and all their money and all their technology, they watched the, the slave trade. They watched slavery. They watched black women being raped and, and slaves being murdered and hanged, hung. Sorry, I'm in it. I'm feeling it. He, they watched all this. They watched the civil rights movement. They watched the watch riots and the stuff going on in Chicago. They watched the crack epidemic. And most importantly, yo, they watched Eric, who was of royal blood, be left to fend for himself. So Eric becomes extremely dedicated and focused on getting back to Wakanda and challenging the throne because he had his father's notes. So he understood the traditional like ceremonies that, 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 that was set in place by the ancestors that they start off the movie by showing somebody challenge the throne. And because he has Wakandan blood, because he not just Wakandan blood, because he has royal blood, he 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 is entitled to a shot. So his whole goal in life was to get back to Wakanda and take over this and, 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 and take his shot so he could then arm poor black people all over the world with Wakandan weapons and technology so they could take down their oppressor. So Eric makes it back to Wakanda. He kills this dude named Claw that <clears throat> the Black Panther was supposed to catch and was supposed to get. And they failed because it's a Marvel movie. And it was too early in the movie for them to be successful. So they failed. It's a plot device. T'Challa like had him and they were in South Korea. He had a chance to like kill him and he didn't because, you know, he's a good guy. So Eric Killmonger delivers the corpse to Wakanda. And Wakandans are like, okay, who is this cat? Who is this dude? Then he reveals the secret that the previous king before T'Challa killed his father and abandoned him and left him there to rot. And then he challenged T'Challa to the traditional match for who is king in these parts, man. He said, I want my shot at the throne, B. I want that. So they set it up. T'Challa takes this like serum that takes his extra powers away. So it's now it's just mano a mano. And let me tell you what happens, y'all. Eric gives T'Challa these hands. Like it wasn't even close, son. It, it wasn't even close. Killmonger put that one-two combo on your boy T'Challa. And right when he got the boy beat, he's about to chop T'Challa down and claim the throne that he followed the rules for and got, like he followed the rules. This is the thing that's really important because everybody is saying, everybody is saying like how immoral dude is and evil and all that stuff, but he never tried to cheat. He never cheated the rules of the ancestors. He was mad, he was angry, but he did not cheat. And so right when he's about to strike him down, Forrest Whitaker, who was, T'Challa's pop's main man intervenes and that's what ends up sparing T'Challa's life. So T'Challa gets thrown over and then he gets found because again, it's a movie and we got to keep the story going. But for a short time, Killmonger is in charge and Killmonger is like, yo, we about to give these people these weapons. 
We about to free our people. We got spies everywhere. Get the word to them. And if they ain't getting down with it, I'm on my Harriet Tubman. They got to go. So a lot of, I am team, I'm team Killmonger. I am. And, and, and here's the thing, yo. Like, the reason why I'm team Killmonger is all this stuff that we talk, man, like, all the stuff when we are talking about black liberation and, uh, you know, taking care of ourselves, taking care of our own, all that good stuff. How do you think that's going to happen? About Black Panther and I am team Killmonger. So this is the thing, though, man. Like, he is what Coogler did, which is why I love and, and really rocking with Killmonger is he intentionally made him the Malcolm X Huey Newton character. And he intentionally made him from Oakland to make those Huey P. Newton like connections, man. Like this is not like this wasn't on accident. So here's a here's a quote directly from Malcolm X. I believe in the brotherhood of man, all men, but I don't believe in brotherhood with anybody who doesn't want brotherhood with me. I believe in treating people right, but I'm not going to waste my time trying to treat somebody right who doesn't know how to return that treatment. All right. He had another, it's another quote by Malcolm X that really points out what Killmonger was like standing for. You feel me? He was saying, despite my firm convictions, I've always been a man who tries to face facts and to accept the reality of life as new experiences and new knowledge unfolds. I have always kept an open mind, a flexibility that must go hand in hand with every form of intelligence search for the truth. So what I hear homie saying is like, look, this is the this is the reality of the situation that we in. These people have never cared about us. They have never loved us. They have they have they have mistreated us since the beginning of time. And we've been sitting on this stuff that could have like liberated our people. Like that's a problem. That was a problem for Killmonger, man. Like I really totally feel him. I have more respect for a man who lets me know where he stands, even if he's wrong, than one who comes up like an angel and is nothing but a devil. So it doesn't stop there though. It it, it definitely doesn't stop there. Um, where was the other piece, man? Then there was the Huey Newton parts. I got those. I got them too, B. I got those too. Black power is giving power to people who have not had power to determine their own destiny. That's what Killmonger was on. So like all these points kind of got made around how he couldn't be king and all that stuff. But my thing is this. There were a set of rules set by elders. He followed those rules. You can't be mad that, like, you set rules and then the rules start working against what you want. You feel me? Like, oh, well, you know, he was wrong and this, that, and the third, and two wrongs don't make a right. It's like, look, if you killed my dad and just left me there, I got a real problem with it. So I think this is what it comes down for me. Because, I listen, and I love the movie. I mean, I'm just having a good time. I have nothing bad to say about the movie. Nothing at all. But this is where it gets real for me. This is where the rubber, like, for real, hits the road, right? You can't... Like, you, you, you can't walk around with, like, Huey Newton shirts and X shirts and all that stuff and Garvey. What... I think Coogler was really doing was saying, this is what this could have looked like. 
Like, liberating our people is not a nice, quaint occurrence that happens. And I think when we talk about respectability politics, I think this is where you get into who's Martin and who's Malcolm. And what side of the line do you fall on? And my only point with that whole argument and that whole analogy is both them Negroes got killed. One just got him to get killed by his own people. So, I mean, listen, man. I know it's a lot of controversy. I, I love the movie. I'm going to go see it a few more times. You feel me? I think that... Here's another hot take. I think Coogler and Jordan have the potential to be Spike and Denzel. And before you write it off, like before you write it off, let's look at the first three movies that both did together. <clears throat> let's look at the critical acclaim, the dollars that it brought in, all that stuff. And I know it's not always fair to bring in dollars when you talk about Spike Lee because he's independent and he does all that stuff. But even critical acclaim, Fruitvale Station, Creed, and now this, I really hope, and I put this in a post, I really hope that there is a secret dinner that Spike, Denzel, Coogler, and Jordan are at where they are just getting game. Like, I would even love it if the four of them did something together. Like, a proverbial, not just passing the torch, because I think that, that, that Spike and Denzel are still out here doing it, but I think not just a passing of the torch, but the lighting of a field, Joe. I think you can light up a field so those are my thoughts. Those are my thoughts. And I see all the Wakanda forever stuff. Look, <clears throat> I'm 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 a fan. I've been I've been following the Marvel Cinematic Universe since it started. I'm decent on the comic books. I didn't really read the Black Panther comic books, but just so you know, that Thanos dude is coming. And there is a soul stone in Wakanda. So Wakanda forever. Enjoy Wakanda. Uh, but Thanos will be coming and wreaking some havoc in the beautiful uh, country that is Wakanda. So back to the bonus question, and I'm going to let y'all go. The bonus question was, if I had to choose a place to be, where would I want to be? Zamunda? Or, oh, Brandon, I, I should bring you on. Brandon is my guy. We've been going back. Let me see if Brandon wants to join in. I've never used this. Let's see. Brandon. It's cool if you can't come on, but I had to I had to make the attempt to invite you, brother. Um Zamunda and Wakanda, listen, it depends on who I am. Am I royalty? Am I just am I like just a common person? So if I'm royalty, definitely Zamunda. I would definitely, definitely choose Zamunda. You know what I'm saying? Um but that's just me. I, I, I think that, like, if you go back and watch Coming to America, you will, it should be clear why I choose Zamunda over Wakanda. Like, in Wakanda, you got to go and, like, fight. and <laughs> You get challenged for the throne in matches to the death. Like, Zamunda, they putting you on money. You feel me? Um, so, he said, my boy Brandon said he's alone with the babies right now, so it'll be chaos. Brother, the 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 uh that white dude <laughs> across the pond do interviews, political interviews all the time with the babies running around. They've made him an internet sensation. Nah, man, that's all good, Brandon. Uh, whenever you get a chance, we can get down. But 
but that's that that's my piece around um the homie and I call him the homie Killmarger. If you listen on the podcast, you might be hearing boys to men it's so hard to say goodbye. I'm not playing it live here because it's a lot to manage. But all I'm saying is that was an amazing movie and we should definitely have more. We should um I hope, especially with the 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 money that that movie's bringing in right now, my lord. Don't tell me we can't. Don't don't tell me what we can't do, man. Like our buying power, our purchasing power is so crazy. It's so crazy. Like when we want to spend some money, we want to shut some stuff down. Like we can do that. So here are the plans for upcoming episodes because um, it's a lot of stuff in pop culture right now that I really want to like dive into. So that was one. Um, the other thing that just came out was Chris Rock stand up, and I love it. I am so in love with that tambourine special. I, I really want to go deep into that and go and like really start to deconstruct what it was that was happening there. I mean, that was just it was an amazing bit of stand up. So I'll be doing a review on that and kind of deep diving in it. And again, offering if anybody want to have that conversation, we can have it. Um, so I just think that there's just been some some things in pop culture that I've like loved and wanted to kind of shine a light on in my own way, not really even on some um and and just not on some I think a lot of things are getting more and more politically correct, and I don't know if I'm hearing like real thoughts in it. I think everybody is afraid to say the wrong thing and and, and be controversial, and I'm not gonna have thoughts just to be controversial, but I just think that like it's cool to challenge people. What's up here, Henry Benz? Let me see if I let me add hand on man. Henry Henry always got uh some 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 good comments. But my point is is that I think like even even in talking about this movie, like I don't know if 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 you really believe in black liberation by any means necessary, if you can't really understand like where dude's head was where Killmonger's head was like I, I, I can't I think I, I think that if we were having a real political discussion I think that some people would say that is what T'Challa represents what Black Pepper rep- represents is um, it's just it's that, it's, that, it's that play nice level of politics it's that it's that thing around where it's just like yo well, maybe if we just become friends with these white people and we work with them and we give them our stuff, maybe they'll like us. I'm telling you, man. I, I promise you, I feel like if Malcolm X was like having this conversation, and I don't mean no disrespect by this, but I think he'd be like, I wouldn't give them people nothing either. I, I wouldn't just give them my tech. I think that he would much rather arm black people with that technology, with them weapons, and say, let's go break some stuff if that's what we need to do. I really believe that. But that's that's just me, man. Like, I do I do think that Black Panther was empowering. I thought Black Panther, I think Black Panther was a beautiful, beautiful movie. I love this movie. Like, this is like I'm having a good time. I'm having fun. I'm having these conversations. I love that movie. But what I'm saying is, if we're gonna get into who I think was the real hero, I think I, I don't think we deserved. Killmonger. 
I don't think so. And then I think there's also a juxtaposition of we always get in these spaces where when this is a black movie, it's a black dude having to take out another black dude. I think that's something that I think is something there, man. I think it's something to be said there. Somebody may, you know, like, I don't know, man. I, I feel like on some level, black folks was like writing dude off. That's like a simple thug. And I don't, and I think that's unfair to Killmonger. I think it's super unfair. And let me tell you why. He wasn't just some simple like thug dude out here on some like dumb stuff. That dude trained. He studied. He was the top of his class in everything he did. He went to like these wars. Like he like got well versed on the battlefield. Just because they highlighted his kills. You don't think that like the war dogs from Wakanda killed people? You don't you don't think that that's you don't think that happened? I'm just saying, stop like we can't pick and choose when we gonna be all super moral and when we not gonna be. So somebody asked a question in the feed, they was like, like, dude's not moral. Like he broke ethics. And I said, Where did he break ethics? Because he followed the rules that the elder set. He challenged the dude, he had royal blood. And then he beat the brakes off of off of Black Panther. He like he didn't just win, he beat the brakes off of it. And as soon as he's about to finish it and do the kill of what is supposed to happen by tradition, Forrest Whitaker, him and his eye jump in with the stick with the stick to stop it. And that's why dude lived. So it's like wait, it's unethical because he killed people on his way there and all that stuff. Okay, cool. So how far can we go back on ethics? So if that's the case, if we can go back on ethics that far, can we go back to when they killed his dad and just left him there? Can we go back to the point where they decided that it didn't make sense to bring uh, Killmonger back to Wakanda so he can grow up with his royal blood? Did Ethics come into play when the king went back and lied about it and hid it from everybody? That's almost like hiding a baby mama. What if Barack had a baby mama? Come on, man. So we're going to talk about ethics. And this is the thing. Nobody's perfect. And I'm not claiming that anybody is. But you, but if you knew of a Wakanda, if you knew of a of, of black people that look like you, right, and they got something that could end your pain, your suffering, right then, these are people that watched the transatlantic slavery trade, and they watched people get thrown overboard, they watched people sacrifice themselves, they watched people get whipped. You don't, you you don't, you wouldn't have no type of animus towards Wakanda. Really, like, 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 let's just keep it all the way a hundred. Let's keep it all the way a buck. I know that we're supposed to be cheering for T'Challa. I know that we're supposed to like be team Black Panther. And damn it, I cheer for that dude. I love that dude. I can't wait to see him in the next movie. I actually think he's gonna take over the Avengers. I think they're gonna kill Tony Stark off. Um, and I think that the way it's set up that he is the new Tony Stark. Think about it. He has all the parallels. He has more money than Tony Stark. He has all this land to play with to build stuff on. He has the stuff that they just built in Oakland. His sister is a scientist that is harnessing new technology. Like, I think that they're going to kill off Tony Stark. And I think that T'Challa will also become the leader of the Black Panthers. I mean, of the, uh, of, of the Avengers moving forward as they start to get rid of older people. But in this movie, in this movie... Come on, man. Come on, man. We was like, it, it, it was set up for the liberation. 
So my question is this, and for the folks that's listening, chime in. I really want to know what you think. Do you want black liberation? Like really be honest with yourself. When you say you want black liberation, like do you really, really want that? And like be real honest with yourself. And if your answer is yes, what are you willing to do to get it? Do you think somebody's going to hand you liberation? I'm, I'm really serious right now. Was Haiti ethnically, ethically wrong when they fought back against slave owners? Like, if you are saying that, kill, that uh, Killmonger was wrong, but yet and still you are saying that you want black liberation, like, you're not saying that you want black peace. You're not saying that you want black equity and equality. If you're saying you want black liberation, are you really sure you want liberation? It's okay if you, like, this is what I'm saying. Understand what words mean. Understand what it means when a people liberate themselves. Haiti liberated itself. And we have been punishing them since the day they did it. The first successful slave revolt they 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 got they they fought and got their own freedom, and then even white countries that didn't get along with each other said, "Oh, we can't get we can't let this precedent happen," and we put a blockade up around them people, where no goods, no wealth, no riches could come in, and then they have a a, a, a hurricane and an earthquake, the way that they had, and it just levels that country in a way that it didn't have to get leveled if they had infrastructure. That's the price for liberation. It was a lot of dead black and, 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 and French people during that war. So anyway, I didn't mean to delve all the way into history and all that good stuff, man. Um, you know, I just, uh, let, me, let me leave you with some more from Huey P. Newton, who I, who Kilgrave was largely took influences from. And again, it was not a coincidence that the boy was in Oakland, that the Black Panther started in Oakland, that Ryan is from Oakland, and that real heavy Huey Newton thought processes showed up in, it showed up not in T'Challa, it showed up in Killmonger. Huey Newton said, any unarmed people are slaves or are subject to slavery at any given moment. Let me read that one more time because we thought, because people, I, I talked to people and they said, why would you want to give all these black people guns and just get them the technology from Wakanda? Like, let me tell you what Huey said and, and, and Benny, I see your, your message. I'm about to read it online. But um, any unarmed people are slaves or are subject to slavery at any given moment. That's why, that's why Kilmarter was about to give everybody weapons. The other thing that, that he said was the revolution has always been in the hands of the young. The young always inherit the revolution. Meaning that even though he hated the ancestors, even though he hated what Wakanda did to him, he still followed their rules. And as soon as he got in power, he said, y'all are old. That's the old way. This is what I want to do. Um, 
What was the other thing that he said, man? He said, my fear was not death itself, but a death without meaning. Like, bro was ready to die. He was ready. And so, the policemen or soldiers are only a gun in the establishment's hands. They make the racist secure in its racism. The first lesson a revolutionary must learn is that he is a doomed man. So let me read what my homie Benny wrote, because Benny is, is wise beyond his years, and uh, I should add him to this so he could be talking with me on camera about it. He, he should be able to read himself. Let's see. I'm going to push the button just anyway. Um, I think your question implies Killmonger represents liberation when that's what's most controversial. Who or what represents liberation, and should you feel a certain type of way about how the duel happens? Well, yeah, I, I think that, like, to answer your question, I think that the liberator decides what liberation feels like. I think somebody that's saying, hey, this is the status quo, it's jacked up, this system ain't set in gold, in stone, and we can change it. And I think that, like, that's what he was trying to do. I think he was saying, look, we've been slaves to these people, we've been bondage by these people, we've been mistreated by these people, but what kind of got the good, yo. We kind of got the weapons. We got the technology. Like, we can take down any of these governments that's treating us a certain type of way. That's, that's, I mean, that's what Bruss said. Like, that's, just, you know what I mean? I think that, so, I mean, may, maybe, um, he said what, I think your question implies Killmonger represents liberation when that's what's most controversial. I mean, he, by liberation's very definition of arming people, like allowing, allowing those in bondage, allowing those oppressed to lead their own revolution and lead their own change. I think that's what he was trying to do personally. So, um, anyway, um, that's, that, that's, 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 I'm, I'm gonna let it go, but I had a great time. And I look forward to actually diving deeper into Chris Rock's stand-up. I think that that special was just amazing. And uh, I can't wait to, like, really get a chance to go deep into that. So thank you all for listening. For the folks that watch live, thank you for watching. And um, I appreciate y'all, man. Let's keep rocking. Let's keep doing this. And this is episode 76. We've been doing this. We done done, we, we've done 76 episodes. We've touched. We've had over 200,000 people over that time. Rock with us, man, and I appreciate it. Um, I got a home pod, and like, I can tell Siri to like play the Cold World podcast, and it does. I think that's dope. I think that's really dope. Uh, before I get off, Benny said, uh, "He, Benny, did you want to hop on? If you can, let me know. I can still add you, um, but that's that's up to you. I'll wait a second because I know that you have a a delay on your end, but." I am, uh, I'm looking forward to this, man. So, with that being said, yo, the way I always close this out, thank you for listening. Y'all take care of yourselves, take care of each other. And, uh, oh, wait a second. Let's go ahead. Let's get Benny in here for a second. Maybe we're not closing down. What's up, young Benny? How you doing? What's good, man? Nothing much. I'm good, man. I'm, I, you know, I'm just, I, I was the controversial person after watching you know, after taking a trip to Wakanda and, uh, I am team Killmonger, bro. Like it's not even, yeah. 
It's not even a question for me. And I and I mean I'm having I love the movie. Like I I ain't got no beef with the movie. I ain't got no qualms with it. Like this is all just a love fest. So but I had to ride for my homie Killmonger, man, because it was people that were saying stuff like like he tried to steal the throne. He didn't do it. He didn't try to steal it. He followed the rules. And he got cheated. He did. He got cheated. He followed the rules. First off, and let me just say, like, he didn't just beat T'Challa, yo. He put them hands on T'Challa. <laughs> T'Challa didn't want no parts. He didn't want no smoke without the Black Panther suit. And I know at the end they had the little stuff that take their powers away, but he still has some power from the suit, like, at right. parts of that. He didn't want, he didn't want that smoke. But True. I want to get your point, though, because I, 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 I've been talking about my love for his character and all that stuff. So I want to be fair and, 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 and hear your rebuttal because after this, I'll like Black Panther dude again, but I don't, I don't rock with him. I just I ain't rocking with him in this movie. And I feel like and I feel like it's less about less about rocking with him and more about rocking with like his following. Because this following with it is, is what made that whole situation mm -hmm. a problem. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? If he would have failed, he didn't he didn't like call for his people to be like, yo, intervene, don't let me die. <laughs> you know what I mean? They took it upon themselves to step in. So I don't feel like that the vendetta should be against him in particular. It's about his following that stepped in that didn't want to be able, you know what I mean, to, to let go of, 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 of what he represented. I feel like that that's the difference. I mean, I get that. I think that's cool. I also feel like if it's like, look, but if it's like this, right, like, like, I was dead to rights. Like, I was dead to rights. Like, dude had me, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm I'm not mad at, I'm not mad to Charlotte having a second chance and using it. What I'm saying, though, if, if the rules and all that stuff may, may mean so much to them and, like, their respect for the elders, like, like this stuff was serious business, yo. Like, this talking to the elders, asking for, asking for permission and doing all that stuff, like, to be able to break that in the moment... I just I just felt like that was kind of whack, but I but some but they, they were split too though they were split too the the men were like nah he that's the king you know yeah. what I'm saying so I mean what's tough I mean and, and and you you make an interesting point when it comes to you know liberation because obviously you know what I mean like understanding that there is a transfer not only of power but of mindset um, that is focused on progress that's focused on kind of pushing things forward in a very, right. you know, sometimes controversial and different way. So I feel, I feel like that that's the biggest kind of like controversial point when you bring up liberation, because, you know, one could, one could argue that T'Challa is the one that, that represented quote unquote liberation because he was the one that was willing to protect Wakanda in the traditional sense to say that we don't want to, allow our expertise our genius our jewels and, and dignity to be exploited by the world we wanted to be able to continue to protect that right so so is it liberation and, so is it liberation if it's for a specific group of black people or if it's for black people and i also want to continue to say liberation usually represents like a growing mass and mm -hmm. i guess what's difficult is that we don't know who killmonger was actually representing <laughs> you know what i mean because the only the only thing that he that, that, that we see is that he felt like his bloodline was wronged and he won the, you know, the throne, you know, honestly. And we don't know who he was representing. We don't know if, if, if there was a majority or, or growing majority that was, it was, in, was in opposition to how Wakanda was actually being, um, 
you know, being, being, being governed. So, you know, when we talk about liberation, it's usually based on representation. And, and I feel like that that's, that's what makes it controversial because it's like liberating for who, you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. who is, who is he representing? And I'm, <laughs> but I, and this 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 and so this is the part where I like I push a little bit right because now and this is the thing like like let me just be all the way real with it right I I grew up in Oakland I grew up in like f- fucked up conditions in Oakland like I grew up yeah. like parents was all messed up whatever and like you know what I'm saying so watching that and then watching that kind of get taken and also seeing the lessons that his dad had been teaching him and was talking to him see this is the part that I think people wasn't picking up on. So when T'Challa went to go see his dad, he got he saw his dad in this in this beautiful plane with the Black Panthers there and as an adult. When 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 Eric went to go see his dad, he went back and forth in that same apartment in Oakland as a child and as an adult. Like like from the trauma that he had as a kid from an adult. He was and I think that like we look at his actions that got to that space but the level of 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 determination, the level of um, like it reminds me of Spook that sat by the, the door. Did you have you ever read that or watched that? Familiar, but so, but I haven't. So Spook Spook is basically a black dude that infiltrates the white, um, just the white social strata, learns military oh. secrets, learn, learns how to like how to do revolutions, learns how the United States takes over other countries, and then does that and then basically he is secretly training an army of black people to do that to the police in Chicago and they basically take over the city right like he it is this is almost beat by beat um like spook that sat next to the door in, in the sense of he had to be he had to be perfect so he had to um like he had to go through this training he had to be better than everybody else he um he had to be so so methodical and so disciplined up until that point. So even the situation where uh, they had a similar situation where the girl was there, where his girl was in the way of his goal. Yeah. There was a similar situation that spooked us up by the door. And she, while I may love this person, is not bigger than the mission. In every other situation, we, we allow for space for people to be able to like navigate the mission and do all that stuff. So, I didn't look at it like he was just, I mean, he was a crazed murderer, killer, and all that stuff, <laughs> but he was living out the mission. I just feel like he was living the mission, man, I, and I think that, like, I mean, listen, it's a movie. It's a fantasy. It, you know what I'm saying? I'm taking all that into, and I'm keeping it in that realm, but damn, to have that kid go through that, I think they said he was the top of his his military class, went to Afghanistan, went to Iraq, special ops, like, the best of the best, worked for the CIA, you know what I'm saying? Put himself in position and executed a plan and really executed the plan and, and stayed at the forefront like of his mind around this is what I'm trying to do. I just I don't I can't do that. It takes a special individual and this earth didn't deserve Killmonger. I'm glad that he said kill me and throw me in the, in the Atlantic. You know what I'm saying? Because we don't deserve him. Hmm. We don't deserve him. You know what? It's 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 a tough one, bro. It's a tough one because <laughs> I mean, you know, I feel like that there's a lot of you know cats that think that they're putting in the work that is deserving of them to be able to ascend to certain you know platforms and positions. Mm-hmm. And really, and really, what they're doing is representing the measuring stick of how well is the current direction you know 
fitting the need of 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 the people you know that's involved mm-hmm. and that don't all, that that don't always mean that that person needs to ascend to power and completely change things it's sometimes it means that that person is is doing all, doing all this stuff to be able to challenge it enough so that you can sharpen it mm-hmm. and i feel like that hopefully that's probably hopefully that's what he did you know what i mean um was was this world not ready or good enough for Killmonger? I think that he he had his space, um, and I and I feel like that, you know, it's important for people to take advantage of their agency to be able to diligently study what's going on, what they see. You know what I mean? Like what 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 they feel is most important, and then to step up to the plate. You know what I mean? In a respectful manner. It's not like he came through and he tried to, you know, completely, like, disrespect the whole cast and the whole, you know what I mean, like, system and everything. He did it respectfully. You know what I mean? He yeah. was like, yo, what's good? <laughs> like, I'm here now. Right. You know what I mean? And I feel like that that's needed more. Um, but the unfortunate part about it is, you know, people are too comfortable in what, in what supports or kind of, like, insulates um, you know what they feel is 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 best in the moment. Um, so the unfortunate part about that is that the story didn't allow us to truly see like how the test would have been with this new direction being, you know, being led, you know, by Wakanda. Unfortunately, they stepped in and and, the, and we couldn't really see the height, the, you know, what I mean, the peak of, of Killmonger. Unfortunately, but I feel like that 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 it was still important to to ask to re-ask the question. Is it best for for a civilization that that had that that's experiencing the height of its ability to be able to not feel the need to be able to receive validation or to intervene into other things that's bigger than you know what I mean like what what's in their best interest mm-hmm. or should they should they exploit that 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 opportunity and involve and include and, and you know and infuse themselves into everything around them. I feel like you know it's bringing up the age old you know you know Booker C. Washington, W.B. Du Bois. Yeah. It's bringing up the old you know what I mean Malcolm X. And, it was Malcolm and Martin. I, yeah. I, I think it was I think it was Professor X and, and Magneto too. I think it was. It, you know and I, I think I think that their their dichotomy is like that. And I but I look at it and I say. You know, I mean, this is the thing. This is the part that was interesting to me, though. Like, you, 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 I don't feel like you can have on a Huey P. Newton shirt or a Malcolm X shirt and then be like, I'm not team, I'm not team him. Work. You know what I'm saying? So, like, Work. and, and, and my thing, and this is the thing. I know that Ryan was like, like, the, that's what the, I think you weren't on yet, but Ryan, it wasn't an accident. You know, Ryan's from Oakland. Mm-hmm. The, the movie was set in Oakland. And then the, the dichot, I mean, the, the, the connection to Huey Newton and connection to Malcolm X, like, and it was interesting. He didn't put that in T'Challa. He put that in Eric. And Eric, like, and so Malcolm X says very clearly, I have it right here in front of me, nobody can give you freedom. Nobody can give you equality or justice or anything. If you are a man, you take it. So if you've taken freedom, if you've taken equality, you know what I'm saying? If you've taken all that stuff, like, how what does that look like like that's what i'm saying like like that's what it looks like bro like 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 even like huey newton man like when huey is walking at in sacramento with them rifles and it's like you're gonna give us some type of like equality we about to take this bro like 
that that so if so I'm asking myself if Huey Newton was like if there was a Wakanda that Huey Newton found out about that could have fixed that entire problem around liberation and all that stuff do you really think who do you think he would have sided with just real talk and I know it's just a movie and having fun but do you think he would have sided with a Killmonger or a T'Challa that's all I'm saying. If we really talking about liberation, because nobody's about to hand us nothing. And I didn't like how they let the white dude come in driving ships and being <laughs> cool and living. I don't think that part was needed. I'm not going super pro black. I, the movie is a 10 out of 10, but I didn't need Martin Freeman doing that. <laughs> yeah. Yo, the white actor, the, the, the two white actors in the movie, but I, I had a conversation with my fiance about that already. So we, we, we done. Yeah, you know I mean, one of the one of the ones. Well, first of all, I'm glad that he didn't end up being the savior of it all. Right. Yeah, you know I mean, that's usually the the story that happens. Right. That that a positive outcome couldn't have happened without this guy's hero, you know, heroic acts, and that wasn't the the, the case here, and I was appreciative for that. Mm-hmm. But going back to your question, I feel like you know what's difficult about this is that you know I'm still kind of like brought back to say I dig the whole. You know, Huey P pretty much like, I'm, I'm sorry, Eric pretty much embodied like Huey P's kind of like vision about, about you know, liberation and all that other stuff. But again, I guess I'm back to the original question of who was he, who was he represented? Was he represented only his bloodline? Or was he saying that Wakanda's influence had the ability to be able to liberate and, and, and influence a lot of these other international issues so they should be able to step up and flex their muscle? Because I mean, if, if if we're saying that that's that's who that's that's the liberation that he was looking to be able to achieve is for these less fortunate and under resourced and completely oppressed people, black people in, in particular in the Americas or you know other places. If if we're saying that that's who he who he's representing, he said Wakanda needs to stop sitting on their ass and step up and you know and and, and, and flex their muscles so that you know these these black people you know across the across the the, the world. You know what I mean? Can get free on a, on a different level? Then I'm I'm totally down for that. Right. But I feel like that. You know what I mean? If we equate Huey P's liberation based on the you know the 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 American you know um, you know racist and oppressive system based on his his reality to Eric's and his bloodline's mm-hmm. oppressive experience in Wakanda, I feel like that that's different because I feel like that Huey P was representing the people. So let me like take it very clear people. And I'm, I'm questioning who, who, who was Eric represented. So let, so let me take it like this, right? Like, we, we both in education. It's almost like if we bloodline and then one of us gets rich, you get rich and then you go to the private school. You go to the private school. I'm still stuck in the bricks. I'm still stuck in the bricks. But you telling me how I should, like, re- preserve my messed up school while you getting to be treated a certain a whole different type of way like when i look at like this the other thing we got to remember bro bro was left for dead in oakland by himself and his cousin got to be groomed to be king of the richest empire to ever like be on earth you know what i'm saying so like i think it's a little bit and so this is what the resolution ended up being the resolution where one person was saying yo you stuck you know what I'm saying? You are stuck and, uh, in, in, a, in a bad living situation. You got a landlord. Your landlord is not treating you right. He has not been treating you well for a long time. 
And then I come along and I said, look, man, I got I got this check for you. And I got this stick to where you can pop him upside his head and we ain't gonna have no more problems. And then I get sniped, I get, I get, I get murked out, I get killed. And then the solution is instead of me still giving you that brick and to give you that stick and that money, I give it to that landlord. Yeah. That that that's what I felt was the thing. And when I so when I look at education, when I look at like like the social programs that we try to do and the type of work that we try to do. I am. All, I want to see black people with that power. I want to see black people with that agency to make those choices for themselves. But what ended up happening in the movie is that they gave it to all these leaders in, in of these nations, and there was a reason why the last king didn't want to get them that stuff because he didn't trust them with it. He didn't trust them to do what was right with it. Absolutely. So, so that's Absolutely. that was that was my thing. Like, and and, and, and I and I rock with that hard, but I feel like that that's that's the difference between right and wrongs. And setting the record straight versus liberation. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? Like I feel like that that's a, that, that that's that's where the difference happened. Because right. yeah, he had every right to say, "Yo, my my whole opportunity to be validated in my in my own kind of dignity as a black man and as a and as a royal bloodline of, of Wakanda was completely stripped from me. So not only did I have to fight to be able to even face you, mm-hmm. <laughs> but I'm about to write these wrongs that are pops. You know what I mean? Right. People, you know what I mean? The, so, so I'm about to I'm about to set this record straight. So, yeah, I I, I rock with that. Mm-hmm. But when it comes to liberation, I just feel like that when you start using those type of words, it's about representing the mass of people, and that's the reason why I'm questioning. Like, if we gonna throw that word in there, like who? who, who but he you know was I mean? he was he was gonna send the stuff all over the world. But that's such a that's a nondescript kind of like liberation. <laughs> like, how do we get to that? You Black people. Like, <laughs> but but but, but you're right. saying if, but, if that's the case, then let's name it. But just put a point. I'm put a, put a pin right there. Come back to it because somebody just uh, chimed in. My boy Chris Stewart who I have a lot of respect for and is uh, much smarter than me, uh, his comment to both of us was, the two white characters uh, the two white characters encountered two black people. One, Killmonger, and two, the Wakandans. Killmonger was the hate that hate made, so he killed the white man. Second, the Wakandans were the embodiment of black supremacy, so they had no reason to be anything but naturally compassionate. Okay. I see that. I see that. I, I guess this, this is what I think it is. I think maybe if it wasn't in Oakland, if anything not said in Oakland or Chicago, maybe if I couldn't see myself in that kid, maybe if like this kid, we are scouring the product that this kid became and not recognizing just the marvel that he was. Um, I think that's the thing. And I think that's what happens to black kids from the hood. I think that it is easy to look at black kids with so much talent and so much ability. And the I don't see, I see Killmonger as Jay-Z. I see him as somebody who was put in a bad situation, did bad stuff to claw his way up out of there and wanted to do something different. You know what I'm saying? I see like, I see him as LeBron James. I see him as these people that, and then when, you know, somebody wrote a great article, man, and I think they went real uh, real deep, deeper than I could go. I'm not going that deep. But was basically like, um, like, black lives still didn't matter in this movie where you put an African up against an African-American and we still, like, dispose of the African-American. Um, and it was talking about, like, I don't like, 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 a lot of people like Loki. Like, now I'm going to be a nerd. I think you can nerd out with me because we both like comic books and stuff. Like, 
I don't like everybody likes Loki. I don't like Loki. I, don't I, why. I think Loki is the most privileged white person in the universe. He should have been dead five times, like, and he still gets to shine. He's it. He still gets to shine. Like somebody yeah. should have popped him. Like the Hulk should have been like yeah. broke bro out. You feel me? Like I don't. Yeah. Yeah. But I think this is the best bad guy. I think I think this is the best bad guy, and I think uh, uh, Michael Keaton in Spider Man uh, is second. And I guess you can put Loki because all the other villains are trash but you know what's funny though on some nerd stuff and for everybody listening because we've been following the mcu like like i mean you've been following the mcu for the most part right yeah so like in uh in the next movie when um in infinity wars you feel me like loki is not dope chris i i, I rock with you bro but i'm not <laughs> i'm not rocking with you that dude is whack and he he is he is the embodiment of white privilege b uh, and I don't even use words like that, but he is. Uh, he is the most mediocre villain, and he just gets praised just for being. Um, but everybody's saying, like, Wakanda forever. Like, that's a hashtag. Yeah. Like, the Soul Stone is there. Um, yeah. The Soul Stone is in Wakanda, and uh, that Thanos dude, oh, he's about to rip all through Wakanda. So y'all go spend as much time with Wakanda as you can right now, because it's about to be real bad when... Uh, Dano shows up with them goons. And uh, Chris said Heath Ledger. We're talking about in the MCU. Heath Ledger was in DC in, in the trilogy. But in the MC, in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, the bad guys are, like, trash. Um, and, I, and, and, I feel like, and I feel like this is, this is another part of your point, right? Like, like I feel like... I feel like that there are black leaders that 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 exalt to a particular platform in which you feel like that you can't touch them. Right. Like you're not supposed to challenge them. And I feel like that that's the emotional kind of connection that they had to 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 T'Challa. You know what I mean? That was just like they was rooting for him. But regardless of his, you know, blasphemous kind of background and how he ascended, you know, without his knowing of course, but how he was even introduced to the opportunity to even be, you know, Obviously, his father got killed, but mm-hmm. you know what I mean for 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 Killmonger not even to be around, you know what I mean to even have that possibility, you know what I mean like it it it, it created a, a very different dynamic. But I feel like that that it again it kind of goes back to black leaders ascend to a certain level that you feel like that they can't be touched, they can't be challenged, you can't say that they're wrong, and regardless of how right someone might come at them, to be able to kind of you know, expose some stuff that needs to be taken care of that can't just be swept under the rug. Mm-hmm. A lot of people tend to side with, but he represents something that's so pure. And, that, and we'd be like, that's cool, but this <coughs> part of the truth mm-hmm. still needs to be dealt with. And I feel like that people are willing to just accept that and just rock with what seems to be more emotional than they do, like, yeah. you know what I mean? So, so yeah. I mean, that's what happened to, to Malcolm X, though, right? Like, Malcolm X, like, followed his leader and he was benevolent and as soon as you know and then some real stuff happened some real accusations happened and it shattered everything that 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 x had like believed in and it ultimately you know arguably i don't want nobody coming to shoot me up because they still around <laughs> led to his demise right so i think i mean i think you're right and i i, I actually i think i think homie could have stayed king like i think he could have been like hey i'm taking my nephew back this is what happened like this is what happened. He tried to kill such and such, in the spur of the moment. This is what happened. But this is my nephew. He gonna grow up here. Like if he got some smoke that he needs to handle, then we'll deal with right. that. And 
or whatever, but to lead yeah. a kid though, bro, like you, like it wasn't like I don't think it was bad enough. I think the cover up was way worse than the action. Like, absolutely, I think it was. I think he died under questionable circumstances, but I, I can make that case. Like, you tried yeah. to kill my right hand man. Like, yeah. we had we wasn't that wasn't we we agreed we wasn't doing that. Like, that wasn't the way to yeah. handle it. So, and the other thing that kind of pissed me off about that is. I just saw them save dude from being paralyzed. They could have saved his brother. Like, <laughs> like when when do I get like when does a special like yeah. <laughs> technology? Yeah. When do we get to use it? Like, does it only work on white people? Because like I don't understand. <laughs> <laughs> Anytime a white person get a scrape, they come back brand new and they jump it up and it's great. All the black none of the black people got to benefit from this technology. Like none of them, not the child, not the not the uncle, and and yeah. you know. And I mean, I know that 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 uh, Michael B. Jordan turned it down. When I'm glad that yeah. he did, but you know, but here's the bonus question for you though, that I was having fun with. If you got to choose, where would you live, Zamunda or Wakanda? I feel like we don't know enough about Zamunda. I know enough, but go ahead. <laughs> I, I feel like I go ahead. I want to hear your. I want to hear your, if you got to choose one with what you know, what would you choose? You would pick Wakanda. Oh, I would pick Zamunda in a heartbeat. Let me tell you why. Um, aside from uh, what happens to you on your 21st birthday um, right. with the bathing and all that stuff. Um, one, I'm not getting... Chris said Wakanda too. I am not getting... Um, nobody's challenging me for the throne. That's not in the rules of Zamunda. Um, and that's the first question. The question that I had when I got asked the question was, am I royalty or am I just a regular person living there? Um, yeah, I mean, I just assumed that I was a regular person just living there. So, so. so but, 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 I'm, I, see, I looked at it from royalty. So, if you royalty, you still kind of out fighting. You out, like, you done been in, like, wars and stuff like that, and you about to go back out to one. Zamunda's peaceful, B. Like, well, the royal penis is clean was a real thing in Zamunda, is all I'm saying. Rose petals everywhere. Look, Zamunda is putting your face on dollars, bruh. Wakanda, like, you a secret and <laughs> you got to go fight everywhere. I, I would no. pick Zamunda. I, well, I don't think that people, you, they, they were still actively fighting. Because, uh -huh. I mean, for, for the world, how the world viewed um, Wakanda is that, that they were a third world country. And that they weren't right. worth coming over to even look at as a factor. So right. there wasn't much fighting that happened it was just you needed to be ready when it was when it was necessary when it was time to go yeah, yeah. which i'm cool with listen i like wakanda maybe because i also know what's about to happen to wakanda i, would, I wouldn't right. choose wakanda like like wakanda's about to get wiped out like just kind of in um similar to um in the last thor movie like you watch did you watch the last thor movie oh yeah ragnarok so which ragnarok. was pretty sim. actually thor ragnarok and this is actually really similar like almost kind of beat for beat like um okay. the the scorned sister comes back who was yeah. the who was the war devil you know what i'm saying with yeah. the dad the dad had all these secrets about how they came into power because they they killed all these other planets or whatever and then they wanted to stop and so he banished her and then she came back and reclaimed the throne but she destroyed like thor's world got destroyed in uh yeah. in ragnarok right like so i mean it's it was pretty as a pretty similar movie um, really different because it was for two different audiences, but 
Wakanda, it's about to be a lot of dead Wakandans in, in a few months, bro. Like, I don't know, man. I'm a, I'm a, I will share the clip after. Like, they got a clip out. They got the clip where, um, where I guess the, the, the ships are coming down in Wakanda and then Captain America and all of them are there. Like, all these people are trying to, like, protect Wakanda. But it's, I'm just saying, I hope it don't get fully, like, destroyed. But it's about to, it ain't about to be better than Zamunda is all I'm saying. As long as they don't supply the world with Wakanda's technology and they keep that for themselves, they could. But like, they but they are supplying the world. That's the I, thing. I, I did remember that the end of that. Yeah, but, they supplying the world and um and they got Bucky there, you know what I'm saying? And Chris had a good so point saying yeah. <laughs> Chris said it's even crazier when you consider that the king adopted a white orphan in Bucky, yeah. um, the white yeah. wolf. And then um and Maya had a good point about picking Wakanda because women have more power in Wakanda. So Absolutely. Wakanda, I appreciate that. And I think that that is a great choice. Um, I am still going to Zamunda. And I just like Eddie Murphy better. I'm just saying, like, Eddie, <laughs> I, if I get to kick it with Eddie Murphy in Arsenio Hall, I'm good. Like, so, uh, so what's the political landscape at Zamunda, though? Uh, it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a monarchy. Right, but in, in relation to either those around them or how the world is. I don't know. And but if, that's the problem. Like, I don't you know. know. That's, that's why I said. Wait, 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 wait. Remember in the movie, though? Remember in the movie where they went to the to the game and then the dude from Zamunda saw him in the bathroom and was like, so they were obviously good, benevolent leaders. Like, they didn't feel, you know, I but think that's that they, cool. But, but again, I feel like just like Wakanda, for example, like if you got something that they want, they come and try to take it. So that's true. So, so I'm just like, if Zamunda came to have the, the most benevolent leaders, the most diplomatic wholehearted people you know in this world and you better not have some type of natural resource some type of something because they you're right your head. so you're right i don't know i don't know what's popping over there in some like that so i ain't about to be blindly saying oh yeah it's beautiful because i get to i get to get bathed by women <laughs> and all this other stuff you right know I mean? and i get to and i get to you know fight all day and, and walk around with you know what I mean? Like all the things that they glorified in the movie. Yeah, it was you great. I mean, I, that was great. I, I mean, I, I like I said, I think you're right, man. I just look at it like, I, I don't know. I, I, maybe because I like coming to America as a movie. I just love coming to America. But I, I, but like, I, but like, I love the movie, though. I loved, like, I, I loved everything about this movie. I loved the way that people came out. And I knew that like this movie brought so many new people out. The way I knew yeah. it, because as soon as the credits came up, everybody left. Like every every everybody like left as soon as the credits came up. Like I, it wasn't no Marvel fans in there. It was just like all black people. It was like old black people that ain't seen no other movies. And he said, "Bro, you yeah. deserve to get stuck Yo, in Boomerang." <laughs> yeah, I love. First off, I think Boomerang is the, one of the greatest movies of all time. I love. I think Marcus is the is the dopest. I love Marcus, yo. And listen, Marcus's crib is dope today. Oh, like man. that crib is dope right now. You know what I'm saying? And look, and oh my God, it's so rough in the Boomerang world that all these. First off, can I just say that Boomerang was the first Wakanda? Okay, let me just let me just. I said this before. Let me tell you why. All these powerful, all these people were black. You had Howard being represented. You had um, all these black people in power. You had artsy black people. You had like yeah. like shark black folks. You had sensitive was, people and David Allen Greer. It was so much representation. I, I really, if if I had access to like the 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 Parkway or Grand, I would definitely do a boomerang night. 
where like folks come out and like dress up the way that we did for this Wakanda thing. I love the representation of Boomerang. So Chris, I would so I would I would happily take that man's life at a, as a VP at an ad. I would take the turtlenecks too, Chris. I would take the whole look. <laughs> Eddie Murphy was flying that movie. And I would have four and a half inch lapels. Listen, the and there there would be there are worse things in life to have Holly Berry and 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 Robin Givens and Robin Givens prime Robin Givens fighting wow. over you, okay? I'm I'm good with that. I liked his friends and all that stuff. I loved it. I loved it, man. But this was fun. We you should you should yeah. the next I, have you seen the Chris Rock stand up? You should watch it. I think I think it's been mixed reviews, but I loved it, man. I think it's a different. I mean, Brez is really honest and like, I mean, it's kind of like comedy four forty four, but um, but it was dope. It was it was really great. It was really honest, and uh, I mean, I think that it was a space for as a black man to kind of show vulnerability and be honest about the mistakes you made, and like that's that's my thing, man. I just I just feel like I, my worry is that we just get into a space where black people got to be perfect. And I ain't gonna never be perfect, so I don't never want no type of fame or nothing, cause you're not gonna rock with me. Like, you know what I'm saying? But if I get to be flawed and I get to like still do good stuff and 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 and, and create better situations for the people around me, man, then I'm I'm with it. But I just think that we in this space of coming after people. So, um, no doubt, this was dope. Let me know when you want to do the other one. I, I'll do it around your schedule. <laughs> nah, but, but but for the record, kill Margaret, kill Margaret for life, no doubt. <laughs> I'm going to get a shirt that says Killmonger was robbed or Killmonger is the rightful. It's, it's <laughs> Kill, Killmonger was robbed, son. Yo. You said, did you say, Chris, Chris said, man, Chris, you tripping. Did you read what Chris just wrote? Yes. <laughs> you trip. Listen, let me tell you how much of a prime Robin Gibbons had. I would have absolutely, if it was just off of appearance, I would have, and I know this sounds sexist. I just want to be very clear people i'm just saying if i had to choose in that movie not today in that movie between robin gibbons and 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 and, and um and holly berry in that movie i'm choosing i'm choosing uh robin gibbons this is before holly berry became this is this is where holly berry became holly berry man holly berry was like super artsy in that movie and that's cool. Like, do you remember when she moved in? She had all kind of paint stuff on the hardwood floors. Like, I that's what I remember. I remember her ruining this perfect apartment. You can't rock with that. Listen, bro. <laughs> I love Holly Berry. I love Holly Berry to death. But I think Robin Givens was more of Eddie Murphy speed in that movie. And but it was the point. I got it. It was a beauty. It's, I think it's one of the best soundtracks ever. Like I love Boomerang. Who who Man. if anybody wants to have a Boomerang night, yo, we will find like we got I will figure that out. I love Boomerang. Chris Man. Boomerang is a is one of my favorite movies. I'm about to watch Boomerang when I get off the phone. <laughs> yo, but if you go cuz cuz I mean there's so many other levels that 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 you can even talk about when it comes to Black Panther. I mean the whole T'Challa and Killmonger is just one small Oh, absolutely. Thing. Absolutely. So, I'm still uncovering my own mental layers of like what I think about that joint. Yeah, I gotta go. I'm gonna go see it at least three more times, man. We go. I'm going to the event with y'all on Tuesday. Um, yeah. That we just that we did pump here. Maya is still on, so Maya, we definitely pumped that with 300 students. Um, I'm gonna buy it as soon as it comes out, 
Like, I didn't even, like, I love the sister. Like, I, I love when I want to go down and, and, like, break down her role. I think the general's role was super dope. I think the dynamics between the general and Daniel uh, Coolia around, like, those dynamics of when they split, like, that was interesting. Yeah. And, um, man, Chris is tripping. Uh, I, I, uh, <laughs> are you seeing this? Yeah. But listen, can I, okay. For y'all that don't, that's listening on the podcast and, and you can't see what Chris Stewart is in my mention saying, he said that that she, Robin Givens, in Boomerang, who was the boss of bosses, who didn't need nobody's money, would give you a roofie and take your money, that he'll do Grace Jones first. Listen, man. Yeah, he is insane. He is tripping. And this is the thing. You know why you're wrong? Because she left money on his nightstand. She she was a boss. I love Robin Gibbons in that movie. Yeah. I loved it. Anyway, he about to say yeah. something. Every time I try to move on, he gonna throw something else out about one of the greatest movies of all time. And I just can't take... I, there will be no boomerang slander on this podcast. I agree. You the man. <laughs> all right. I'm a, we, gonna, we can get off. Let me know when you're available to do the next one because we're going to just yeah. hop back in a good conversation. And I know you need to go live your life. So... No for the folks that was watching, thank y'all. This was episode 76 of the Cold World Podcast titled, This Would Have Never Happened in Zamunda. And uh, thank y'all for tuning in. And the next one we do, uh, according to Benny's schedule, will be, um, will be um, um, Chris Rock. Oh, and yes, Chris, you are, ab- Chris Stewart, you're absolutely right. I, you are right. Robin Givens in real life is much different than Robin Givens' character in Boomerang. I don't want no smoke with Robin Givens in real life. Mike Tyson showed us that firsthand. I don't want no smoke with Robin Givens or her mama in real life. But in Boomerang, she gets it. All right, y'all. Peace out.